Hello, Chini Amaji family. This is your host, Mark Karaki. Super excited to be bringing to you another episode of the Chini Amaji podcast. And this week, we have the pleasure of introducing to you a real live example of a homegrown, thoroughbred entrepreneur, if I ever met one. Eric Mooley, founder of Lipalera, a fast-growing fintech startup that has all the indications of becoming a dominant and transformative company, birthed right about, out of our local soil here in Silicon Savannah. This is one of those stories that will inspire those of you who are right now in the trenches working on something. Give a good kick in the pants to those of you who are sitting on the sidelines just talking about doing something and challenge those who doubt that we have all the ingredients required to launch and build high growth companies right here in our own backyard, including entrepreneurial talent, local capital, Yes, I said it. Local capital and a ready market that scales beyond Kenya for the right solutions and the right strategy. This is a good one. Enjoy the podcast. Hello, everybody. This is Chini Maji Podcast. Uh, super excited to have another episode. And man, this week, we have. Uh, I am excited to, for the guest that we have today. Um, this, this is one of those folks who, in my view, proves what I believe is, is possible and what we have in terms of talent and capabilities and, and just folks who can execute. So uh, I have Eric Muli, right? Yep. Founder and CEO at Odyssey Capital. Mm-hmm. Um, so how are you doing? And how's, how are things? Doing well. Doing well as well as a startup founder can be. Uh-huh. So <laughs> but I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. No, yeah, man. It's, uh, it's been a long time coming, obviously. Yeah. Uh, we met, uh, when did we meet? Like, we met in Kigali. We met in Kigali. Yeah, at the conference. That's right. Yeah. At the Africa Tech Summit yeah. in Kigali. That was 2018, I think. Was it? It was 2018. Yeah, yeah. somewhere there. Yeah. I, I, I want to count two years. So maybe around that time. Around yeah. that time. February. Yeah. 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 And uh, how have things been since then? I mean, I, I guess the way we, we structure our podcast is very much a narrative driven style thing, but. Um, Tell us what you do at a high level, what Odyssey Capital is, and then we'll kind of just yeah. get, get into it. Well, so Odyssey Capital is, is a, first of all, that's a holy company, so people, many people may not know that name. Exactly. So, yeah. like, our main product is Lipolator. So, Lipolator, we're essentially a payment option, and we mm-hmm. let uh, consumers purchase items in monthly installments. Mm-hmm. That's essentially what we do. So, we work, our, our, our mission here is to finance everything from a phone to a home. To a home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, that's, we play in that market. So, we enable retail and we enable purchases mm-hmm. so that's essentially what we do we're currently in kenya and rwanda um exploring new markets heavily now as well mm-hmm. um and yeah different product segments that's awesome yeah and, and so i mean from bread to a home is that kind of the breadth of where you guys want to operate i wouldn't say from bread bread <laughs> <laughs> is dangerous bread is dangerous <laughs> I would say from a phone to a home. For phone to a home. Something yeah. at least north of... Uh, north of X amount. Right. Yeah, right. so anything north of 5,000 uh-huh. is something that we could, we could play in. You play in. Yeah. Okay. All right, so how, when did you get started? Just to kind of get us a sense of when you when you launched the company, how many how long has it been, and what's yeah. the timeline? Launching the company, like, I, I, when people ask me a question, I always try and, like, explain before we actually launched, because... Our launch time is 2016. We did launch like towards the end of 2016 is when we, I guess, could say we started generating revenue. Okay. Right. Um, but before that, the business had been, you know, I'd been conceptualizing it, you know, on the ground in different stores, trying to get this thing up and running. Got it. Um, that, and that was without any formalities, just so drawing things on paper and 
talking to people. So that was in 2015. So I was in mid-2015. Okay. I just finished university, so somewhere around then. But we actually started in 2016, around, you know, August, July, Mm -hmm. August 2016. 2016. Okay. Yeah, so I say we're about three years old now. Three years in. Yeah, three years into the business. Um, It's been a very, you know, tough but thrilling three years. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so I guess that's how long it's been. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. And we'll talk a little bit about the nuances of how you got started because yeah. I think that there's lessons to be gained from, from that process. Okay. But uh, yeah, let's dive into it. So your background, you mm-hmm. know, uh, where'd you go to school, high school, university, yeah. what was your trajectory pre Lipa Later? I'd rather call it Lipa Later than yeah. that Odyssey Gap. Let's, let's do that. Yeah. yeah, let's do that. Then. Yeah. Um, yeah, my trajectory. So uh, yeah, I'm Kenyan, fully Kenyan. Uh, I went to, I went to St. Mary's primary school you know it's interesting man you obviously know eric timber yeah yeah, of, yeah uh, Mook. Mook. you know he's, i think he's a saints guy also is he i'm pretty sure yeah he, uh, yeah i think he is man i think he is yeah. but let, let's wait for him to confirm that <laughs> <laughs> he's actually been on the podcast so i'm, I'm gonna say he's a, he's a saints guy because yeah. i remember thinking that when he and i'm like okay you guys are kind of but then i went to Strathmore. so let me, let me okay finish all right <laughs> <laughs> So, so, so Saints for... For primary school. Okay, got it. Then I went to Strath for, for high school. Okay. Yeah, so I did Saints until class 8, Strath until form 4 okay. uh, as well. So, Which are kind of the same, two sides of the same coin. Yeah, you know, but that, that's, that, that's a very controversial statement. <laughs> uh, I'll stay, stay out of this. <laughs> right. but yeah, then after that, um, so I was here, I mean, you know, I finished form 4, um, you know, hung around Nairobi for some time. Then I went to school okay. in the States. I went to Lapson College. Okay. Lapson College, it's, it's an entrepreneurship school, small entrepreneurship school in the, in the States. Which, um, which state? It's in, Bo- Bo- in Boston. So, Lapson, okay. Yeah. It's and an it's, entrepreneurship college? Is that yeah, how you pretty much. It, it, it's a business school. So they only oh, have wow. business courses. Okay. It's actually the number one ranked entrepreneurship school in the world for the last 30 years. Based on what? I guess the type of entrepreneurs, the curriculum. What they, um, are they create? Are they birthing entrepreneurs yeah, or creating lot, things like yourself? Lot, right? Yeah, a lot. Like that's what that's what they drive. Like the curriculum is entrepreneurship driven. Our professors are massive entrepreneurs. Oh. Um, you know, people have invented big things. You know, Home Depot guys. You know, stuff like that. Wow. A lot of them. Um, a lot of their kids. So Babson started as a family, as a college for family for family businesses around the world. Okay. And then it was a two-year course. I think it started in 1919. It was a two-year program, so wealthy family businesses would just send their kids there for two years, and they come back and take over the business. Right. Then with time, it matured into like a, an actual, like an actual university. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it moved from a two-year program to like you know so four-year, and then like then now they actually opened it up to you know regular people. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Regular people. <laughs> <laughs> so you right. can go there. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> But mm-hmm. like at this at the same time, so we, you know, the heart of the school, the spirit of the school is entrepreneurship. Awesome. Because remember, these are people running businesses that started it. Right. Yeah. Right. So then now you know, and it was very international based. So like I think the population is still forty percent international. Wow. Uh, wow. Maybe like negative Africans, right. but, right. Right. but right. you know many Europeans and South Americans. So dope as network. Very sure. dope. Very dope. So a lot of like there's still very massive family businesses. Uh, who send their kids, like Toyota, Samsung. Wow. Those guys still send their kids there. Yeah. Um, okay. And then they have the rest of the, the population. Right. Which is us guys. To fill in the rest. <laughs> you know, coming with our, with, our, with our entrepreneurial mindsets. And it's right. a very good environment. So that, that, so that was my, my uni, four years. 
when I finished on time, then I came back. Why do you have? A, why do you add the on time part? <laughs> no, that's very critical. <laughs> <laughs> finished on time. On time. Don't no. get it twisted. <laughs> that's a that's a big one. Uh-huh. Yeah, finished on time. Was there a risk of not finishing on time? There's always a risk. <laughs> There's always, always a risk. A risk. We we had a. I know, because I was running a business at school. We had a, we had a one serious business. It's serious at the time. But it's a party business? No. So the second one was interesting. So the first one, the, 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 what we started was, we used to call it beaver delivery. So our mascot is a beaver. Okay. So what we did is our dining hall used to close at, at uh, 10 p.m. Okay. Right? Uh-huh. Uh, but 10 p.m. we were college kids. 10 college kids, man, that's, that's early. Yeah, <laughs> like 10 p.m. <laughs> so what, uh, me and my boy, we used to work at um, Dunkin' Donuts. Okay. So Dunkin' used to give us like donuts. The throwaways? Are, exactly. are you serious? Yeah. So excess capacity? Excess, you know, all that stuff. So we used to take <laughs> all of that. Then we started making sandwiches in our dorm room. With donuts? With donuts. Oh, no. Donuts was part of the offering. Oh, that so, would have been a dope discovery, man. Was a, a donut, donut sandwich. sandwich. Yeah, I don't know why we didn't maybe, do that. Maybe it's something there, man. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Maybe somebody can run with that idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but also we used to make sandwiches that like we'd buy like the material or everything, you know, just go to, to Costco, buy a bunch of stuff in bulk. Yeah. You know, make the sandwiches. And then we had, I remember we just put flyers at everybody's door. Uh-huh. And then guys would just call us. They'd just call us. Oh, I need a PNJ sandwich. A PNJ sandwich. Like, oh, I need, I need a, I need a, what used to, what used to sell? Capri Suns. You just said like a Capri Suns. Oh, then during exams, we had um, we had uh, energy drinks like the monsters that we would sell yeah, at the yeah, markup yeah. and stuff, you know, because there was no Uber Eats, of course. Right, right. At that point, but there was, you could order. Can you order? Ordering <laughs> yeah, uh, Uber uh, Eats, monster, like one monster was very hard. Yeah, that's hard. Yeah, 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 like one. So you guys were not the last mile, you were the last meter. Last meter, exactly. Like <laughs> we would walk, ten meters, <laughs> you know, and keep our our kitchen was our was our bed, literally our dorm room. Wow. And, and who was your partner? Co-founder? It's called Daquan, actually. He's running a very good business now. He runs a non-profit called We Thrive in the States. Okay. Mm. Awesome. So, yeah, so that was my that was my college life. Mm. So now I'm saying that's that type of stuff would distract you from studying. It's true. Yeah. Because <laughs> you, you get excited. You get excited. I like, you know, you're not poor, you're making fucking nothing when you do the math. <laughs> <laughs> but you think you're but you think you're making a lot of money. Plus on college level, man, you are you're okay. Yeah, you You're some, liquid. Some liquidity in your pockets. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Man. So, so you, yeah, then after that, I came back. Okay. So 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 entrepreneurship was in your DNA from the jump. I mean, you picked Babs mm-hmm. on, on purpose, I imagine. It wasn't an accident. It wasn't an accident. Yeah, you know, like I never really wanted to go to school after university, after high school. Mm. Um, I mean, I think it was more so like the options just seemed very narrow. Narrow. In terms know? of how you define that, you know, uh, you know, like remember, I went to Strath. So half the classes are engineers, like you know. Okay. You know, we I remember like in Strath, you know, my year, like the last guy in math had like a B plus. Like he just used to get A's, like physics, you know, we're drilled into like, you know, like high performance, right. engineering, med, that type of stuff. So very tracked career path. Exactly. Very tracked. And yeah. like I mean, mind you, I think we have very open minds as from school. Yeah. But like, you know, all the options that were appearing in front of me were all like, you know, the go be an engineer. Yeah. Go be uh yeah. computer science. And you didn't see yourself. And I couldn't do it, man. Yeah. So, like, now I happened to stumble upon <clears throat> this institution. Uh, and it just, you know, it just made a lot of sense. Mm. So, yeah. So, it ended up being intentional. But, you know, it's not mm. like a team when I was in high school. Mm. I, knew about, I knew about it. You didn't know about no, it. No, I didn't know about this. Yeah. It, just, it just happened to pop up. Got it. Yeah. Okay. So. It's interesting how the universe does that, man. Yeah. Because, you know what? It's like a signal and finding its dial, right? Maybe. Yeah. 
Because where did you go to school? So I went to Storia here. Yeah. Uh, and um, and so you probably had the same kind of like educational stuff. Yeah. 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 Uh, and then Saints actually before I do. Okay. Um, okay. So I kind of seen both worlds, right? Mm. Um, yeah, that was my. Then you went to. Then I went to the US. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Got a sports scholarship and went to school in West Virginia. Okay. Not, a, not a famous university, but they gave me a full ride. So I was like, yeah, yeah I'm going to be all about this. Um, yeah. But yeah, that was, that was my trajectory. Okay. So, Babson sounds like a great experience, man. Yeah. Big network, entrepreneurship experience, yeah. you know, adult, yes. you know, last my last meter. And and then now what was what was what was the switch? You, yeah. Did you did you come back right away? What was the Yeah, I mean, pretty pretty much. Like, you know, we had like I'd gotten a job at Unilever um after after school. But like, you know, during like the they had they gave us the, this this what is it called? Like a management training program. So we got like they would bring us there first before you actually you have like a, a few like a month before you accept your contract. Right. So I went down to New York for that. Um, actually, I was actually staying in Philly. I was staying in Philly with my sister. Right. Um, and that just did look like a plan. Good. <laughs> <It laughs> yeah. That's yeah. you didn't even man. Yeah, it did look like a plan. So I came back <laughs> right after that. So I want to say like if we finished in May, I came back in in July. Okay. Yeah, I was back in Nairobi. Wow, that was, you just made the decision mm-hmm. and you're like, I'm out of here, this is yeah, not working. nothing much. And then, like, so I came back. Mm. And which year is this? This is 2014. Okay. This is 2014. Mm-hmm. So, at that point now, I was, you know, I started a security business. Mm-hmm. Um, I started it before, but it's just like a side hustle. Mm-hmm. Like, watches. Right. And, like, uh, at gates and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, at the time, look, I, that kept me busy. Mm-hmm. For some time. So you didn't want to get a job, or did you have a job? What? How did you? The, the, the security business was making me enough money for twenty year old, two year old. Okay. Right. Like, but, that, but that's that's a very ambitious. Well, well, first of all, it's a very these big players in that space, right? Mm-hmm. Established brands, massive ones, right? right? So a twenty two year old thinking, yeah, I'm gonna do this. How, what was the connection that made you believe? I can get up, make a crack at this, or at least maybe it's, try this. It's it's small. It's just very small things that fall into place. Because you know what what I realized very quickly is like even at, at, at like my parents' place, like the estate, like there were just no guards, right? Like those, you know, and nobody wanted to pay the fees that the radars and DMs are paying. You know, like nobody wants to pay that. Yeah, uh, at least those guys, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, what, what 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 are what, these? Give me a sense of the fees. So you'll pay like forty k. 35 to 40k per guard per month per guard per month yeah okay so while there's a very big market what i ended up realizing was a very big market for people who want to pay between 15k and 20k per guard per month because that's what even the guard really makes exactly so like you make a small margin because even if the guard is even if you're paying 50k and and the guard will probably be paying 15k you pay 15 or something like that right, right? Right, right. so i mean like there's a lot of issues with that that business that right. industry as a right. whole because of like i think people have underpaid severely severely yeah but yeah. regardless regardless of that um we like well i felt that there was a massive opportunity massive is a big word actually there was an opportunity right and for me it was not about that i was not looking i was not chasing a big dream nothing you're just like let me start something yeah, exactly so it was just like look there's there's, there's an opportunity here i remember we used to uh, like me and my boy we used to walk now he's actually my, my business partner now we used to work to we used to walk around kilimani to different estates that didn't have guards and just give him a profile stuff like that and like yeah okay fine and we, and we ended up at one point having about 100 guards 
like you so it was like so i had so much free time wow like dangerously i had yeah. so much free time you know like because right. now you see you know you're 22 you have you have um a little money in your pocket mm. you know mm. you have a, a business that doesn't require much thinking mm. the only stress you have is collecting payments from your tenant and right. your clients right. right that was it so i in between that period now that's what i was doing basically between now when i say as soon as i came back from school mm. And then to up until like when, uh, you know, Lipolita really started picking up, like, because I, I stopped really pay. I, I, I took myself out of that business around the end of 2015. Okay. Yeah. And so Lipolita became, so you're doing this guard thing, you have a lot of time on your hands, then the light bulb goes off. What is What are the, the triggers? connections to, yeah, Lipolita, the triggers for Lipolita? The triggers were like a bunch of things. So like, I started just giving, you know, loans. Um, to our guards, okay, right. And that's that's where we started. Interesting. We started doing giving loans to our guards, yeah. uh, and you know, and I actually remember insisting that one of the ops measures was that every guard must have a phone. Okay. Yeah, and just no no guard had a phone. Not, none of the hundred. No, they had. They had. Yeah. I'm not saying not, that's an exaggeration, but like it, it was, was a such problem. a difficult thing to mm. enforce. Mm. Like like for everybody to have a phone. You wow. can imagine like that how crazy that is. Right. So like you're like where is it? the guy doesn't have a phone? You can't mean you can't reach him. Like, you know so, so we started now lending for the phones. Oh okay. <laughs> so you were solving a problem that was inherent in your in our, in, that, in my in that business at the time, and that's where it started actually. So that was now what triggered it. Okay. And of course you know just like being in school when I was in school you know uh, we had we all had contract forms right. Yeah. So right, you know right, you right. just pay monthly you get your phone you pay a deposit and you get your phone and you pay. Well, with the two-year life of the contract. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I mean, I couldn't even imagine trying to afford a, an iPhone. Yes, in uni. ridiculous, yeah. Like, what is that? Right, um, right. So, for, to be honest, like, it just, it just lit, like, lit up, lit up the, the light bulbs. Okay. And then that's, when, that's, what, that's what kicked it off. So, I remember, like, our first partner was a store downtown, which was a Samsung store. It just so happened that we got lucky that that guy just happened to be one of the biggest Samsung dealers in the region. So how did you find that? I just walked on the streets and went into his shop. Like I just met him. Like that's how. And, the, and he happened to be sitting sitting in his shop. You're like, right? hey. And then like you know we spoke and he's like, as long as this doesn't cost me money, you're telling me you'll pay me up front and then yeah, it's like of course. So what was the deal? I mean, I'm, what, what it's it's pretty much what Lipolita is now. What I was offering him without any real thinking. Like, mm. It was just like um, we want to give loans for uh, for funds. Right? That's actually what we called it, loans mm. for funds. Mm. And, um, you know, we don't want to give the cash to our customers because ah. they won't buy the phones. Right. So right. we want to pay you directly. Got it. And then you, you know, give it out. So that's what I'm It's like, when you pay me, like, we'll pay you up front. He's like, what? Yeah, what? Like, what were you talking about? He's <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, then when let's do it. you understand? Let's start. So we used to go there every day. We just used to go there. We never had money. Uh, okay. That was the issue. So mm. now we were just like, any money like I would get from Alpha Force, yeah. I would just... You know, lend it, lend it back out, yeah. right? Without yeah. any 
So it was a, it was a liquidity crunch for your business, right? Yeah, even that's even even that's a, that's advanced language for like we did we, we never had. You had no money. Yeah, no money. <laughs> you had zero. Yeah, it was just like you know we had um you know we at some point we started like writing out loan forms. I just remember going on Google and typing out um, loan application form, right? Right. Then the form that comes. That's what I used. I, I, I Kenyanized it, you know, by removing, you know, a zip and all that nonsense. And then that's what I, I used to give guys through this, through this out. Then I did some research. I found out guys asking for bank statements. Like, even me, I want your bank statements. Wow. You know? <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome. Yes, that's what happened. That's how we started it. And then, like, that was actually the beginning. Mm-hmm. So, then now my, 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 my partner came also. He was just, he had a job at the time. Mm-hmm. And... He was in law school, I believe, because mm. he's now he, he's crazy. So he did finance and law at the same time, mm. and then somehow passed his KSL on the first take, and we were hustling like this. Anyway, so he also came in. He was working at the time, mm. so he had he had money at least some some salary. Mm. He was living at home, so he didn't have much like overhead. Yeah, so, yeah. He just so we just we were just using our money. So I'm using my money from house force. He's using his money from his salary, and then that's what we're lending. That's what we're doing. Mm. We're just lending that, and then, um, and then yeah, and then I remember he had to. I don't know how he even. He didn't even study for those exams, but anyway, yeah. So he eventually finished, mm. and then he, he just started doing it full time. So I would say the real trigger, like that, caused everything to like for me to even stop working on my other side hustle. Mm. Other that mm. was when he finished his law school. Quit his job, then now we're like, oh god, now we need to. He quit his job to join you. To focus on this. Wow. Yeah. Okay. To focus on this. Right. Um, that's what. So I was now around. I want to say I was around November. This. So when does KSL finish? KSL finishes in end of November. Yeah. KSL is what? Kenya School of Law. Okay. On the, right. on the exam. Okay. So they finish. I think end of November, early okay. December. So that was end of November, early December, twenty fifteen. Okay. So that's when now uh, that's why that's why I say like there was a bit of stuff that happened before we went right, actually right, live with right, the business. Right. And uh, mind you, at this point we already had uh, a customer. Right. Right. A, a partner. Right. right. So it just so happened that we didn't know who this guy was. Right. But we were just friends. Right, <laughs> it was right. just like you know, come here, buy buy the phone, give him. It doesn't matter. You can sit here if you want to. He has nice lounges in his shops. This <laughs> is cool. Yeah, like, you can sit here. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how it started, man. And then after that, now the year, the turn of the year is when now 2016 is there. And now we started realizing that this guy doesn't have a job anymore. So that those that money is really in. It's not helping. Dried up. Dried. Right. Mm-hmm. Our parents are giving us second year around money for that. And like I stopped focusing on on the security business. So that was also tanking. Right. Right. So then now, yeah, because yeah, like now you're running out of. Cash, right, 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 right. So then, also, that's, that's now when we started realizing, like, now we really need to get serious and conceptualize this, this thing, you know. Okay. Yeah. So, this is interesting because, I mean, most people, right, okay, you had a side hustle, so that makes sense, but your co founder would call it or business partner quit, quit before you guys, well, you had something, but it wasn't like a something most people would quit their things for. Yeah. It's a very, it's one of those risky like quits, you know, like, why would you quit um, for that, right? right. Um, people, people in our market don't do that. People don't do that. And yeah, even even when, it's, it's crazy, but I think like, I feel the, bit, the biggest challenge is waiting too long. Yeah. Okay. So remember this guy um, quit before 
he was anywhere near comfortable. Right. You know, he, like there was nothing you have to use at that point. At all. Yeah, at all. Like he has straight out of campus, pretty much. You know, in fact, he's lucky he had a job. Yeah, you should be having a job. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you shouldn't even be having a job. Right? Right. You have still like your your classmates. You know, um, are, are jobless. Pretty much, right? That's what you're supposed to do. That's what you're supposed to be doing. Now you're supposed to be running around looking for an internship or something like that. Exactly. But no, you don't. You had a job. So for him at that, so that's I really just think like people should, if, if you know you're going to quit, just quit early and just quit early. Focus. Focus on it because right. I think that's what happened with him. Okay. Um, and that's what makes sense. But now you see what happened is like, let's say you add 10 years to that, you were 22. Oh, yeah, let's say it's 32. It happening. You've been making money for five, seven years. You have a salary, you have overheads, you have a kid, you have a girlfriend, wife, or what? Game over. Game over. Then are you going to stop that? Maybe you don't have much savings right. um, on that. Uh, and even if you're going to drain all your savings for... To take a chance on something? Yeah, it's, it's, it gets. I just think it gets realistically harder, like, with time. Right. Yeah. Because right. I can't, like, imagine even now I've been working for all these years. Let's say since I started, I've been working and I have cash. And I just say... I'm Kill that. Hey, that's tough. That's really hard. Yeah, that's, that's really, really mental. Hard. And that's what you did. Right? Yeah, that's what I did. Yeah. I mean, for me, fortunately for me, I, I kind of have a couple of back doors, right? So uh, first of all, I have that American passport. Yeah. And when I got that thing, I got to tell you, mm. something changed. I remember the day in 2017 when I actually had it in my hand. Mm. And it was just like, dude, I'm free. <laughs> <laughs> it, something happened in my mind. Yeah. Because before that, there's no way I was going to pull any kind of move yeah. but it started to kind of that thing is a is a really it's a game changer in a yeah. very real sense because now you can actually approach something and say you know what? i can take a cal- calculated risk yeah. and actually because i can have a fallback yeah. in a sense right okay. uh, which i don't really consider a fallback but it's it's a psychological it's a mental cushion, it's a mental cushion. Mm-hmm. and then i had you know some i had some some savings so i, so I was like yeah. oh, man, i could i could take this risk and then see what happens yeah, yeah. Uh, but still i had uh, Two girls, eleven and twelve. Um, oh yeah, I met them. Yeah, and uh, that's still a significant cost. Um, but you know, when you have a partner, my ex-wife, you know, we, we kind of work together on that, which, which has been helpful. Right. But um, but yeah, I mean, that's that's a anyway. Back to your story. So mm. so you guys decide to all have all dive head head first, yeah. head first, the whole thing. Yeah. So this is twenty fifteen. This is now towards end of. So let's say to now we're starting twenty sixteen. Right. This is like starting. 16 months. Okay. Yeah. And then what was that? Because you guys have actually grown really fast, right? Yeah. Uh, this is 2019 now, so we have three years ostensibly into yeah. the life cycle of your business. Three years. If you could just kind of summarize, and I don't know if you can, but mm-hmm. tell us what that story is, you know, in a, in a kind of sequenced way, like what happened yeah, next, summary. and so forth. Yeah, in summary, so like, I mean, we still have a long way to go, of course, but like, we started at that point now, we started realizing that we're going to have to get cash. Okay. Yeah. Because you know, one of us like we have got our first call it um employee, but that's the wrong word at this point. You know, she's pretty much our partner now. But so she was she she started like you know, she's very good at just onboarding <laughs> onboarding any good like partners and on like selling. Mm. So she just started like she said like okay, I'm just gonna I think for me what I she can do is she's just gonna go around doing new clients. Building the network of of retailers. retailers. Yeah, of okay. like, you know, at the time it was just phones. We just wanted to sell phones. Phones, okay. So we just went around, like, you know, I remember we used to go on this uh, in Tao with her, going door to door. She's just onboarding retailers. And then, like, every, and then remember, 
once we once someone hears that hears that you can I can tell someone to pay something in installments, they'll just start sending people your way. Right. So people started sending guys our way, and then we didn't have the cash. Right. Mm-hmm. Let's put the cash even aside. We didn't even have the infrastructure. We didn't have anything. And I told you we were still using a, a loan application form that I downloaded on the internet. Right. Wow. Even so, as even in this now even in this phase, format, yeah, yeah, in this phase, and then like. You know, then we're like, okay, how are we actually going to check if someone doesn't pay us? But at that point, we were not even, we didn't even, we didn't really, we weren't even thinking about if someone was going to pay us back or not, right? So that was then. So now we had, so now at that point, like, we had to kind of figure out, like, okay, what is this business? Mm-hmm. Right? So we had to draw out this business and realize that this is a different arms of the business, and we started, you know, started building this thing out, like slowly, slowly building it out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, this is all on paper, no tech, nothing, just because, mm-hmm. you know. All that stuff. And then I remember, like, we went around going to our friends and saying, like, dude, we need some cash for this business that we're starting. Mm-hmm. Right? And it was like, anything, any cash you have, we're mm. gonna give you back this amount, mm. like this period of time. That's how it started. So our friends would like, you know, and that's how you find like yourself. Friends can also be very supportive. You just need to ask. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's crazy, mm-hmm. right? Because like friends, these are friends who don't have cash. They've mm-hmm. just gotten their first job. Mm-hmm. They don't have money. Right? Yeah, your network was pretty, yeah. Yeah, it's like kids, right? Yeah. So like giving you like twenty k, thirty k, like that, and they just trusting you to pay it back. Right? Yeah. yeah, that's kind of how it started. Then now we asked one of our friends as well, and she gave us like some of our money. And she was like, oh, actually, you know, my dad is looking to to invest, mm-hmm. right? And in companies, he just wants to invest. I guess he has made some money. Wants to right, invest. Right. You know, we met her dad on a Tuesday. Um, he asked me like, "How much do you guys need?" And he gave him the number that I thought was big. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. The biggest number I could you could think. Of. Your I mind could think of. I'm like, what? Is this? And then he's like, "You need two million. You need two million. <laughs> 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 you two million shillings." And he's like, "Ah, oh, okay, blah blah blah, whatever." And then he gave us a check the next day. Okay. For the cash. And that's Were you shocked? How I shocked? was like, no, dude, I've never experienced anything like that. I didn't even know what two million looks like. Right? Because, you know, my business, my, my security business was just generating. I'd never seen, and it was cash people used to pay me. Yeah, yeah. Right? So it's not yeah. like, you know, I'd never seen such a formal thing. Right. right? Like, you know, like, two million, damn, where's the like contract? Like, where's the contract? I'm like, contract, what is that? Luckily, like, like a lawyer, my, 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 my co-founder's a lawyer. Okay. Right? So... Yeah. You know, we started drafted up some stuff and then we, we got started. So then now we had two million to play with. Okay. Right? So then now we got like, okay, fine, let's 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 uh, stabilize. Yo, listen, listen. Yeah. This is completely most found most local founders are when they're listening to this, they're like, What the hell are you talking about? Mm. What was what was it that made these guys write this dad write you a check in twenty four hours? Mm. What do you think it was? There's a mix of things, man. Like what is straight up locker? That we spoke to this lady, um, and her, at that right time, right uh, when her dad was just literally trying to make investments, yeah, uh, that's straight up luck. Second is that I think with this guy, like I think he just saw like um, hustlers, right? He's you know he's he's a he's an entrepreneur like us, okay. right? So like so kindred spirit exactly, um, and that's I think that's what he saw, mm-hmm. and he was like, look, um, his daughter trusts us, okay. right? Uh, for him, it's like. Because they seem like trust what they get, and if I lose two million, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. I gave it a shot. Exactly, I yeah. think that was more what it what, what it was like. Right. But then he's just like you know he did he's a he's a businessman entrepreneur and he understands he understands how business works. Right. So he knows like look we can, you know like if this thing starts off properly like we can make money we can make something. Plus the business plan was actually you had traction. We had some form of traction, right? Some form of traction, 
right? Like, you know, I, mean, I want to say, I'm saying some formal because it wasn't formalized, right? Meaning that you had business coming through We had business coming, yes. We formalized or not? Yes. There was market call. There was, there was. Okay. And we had, you know, we didn't have it, we didn't have financials, but we could say we have revenue, you oh, know. That's a really say, angel investment, yeah. if I ever heard one. Right? Yeah. That's amazing for our that's, that's dope. I like and you know, we need like a hundred more people, thousands yeah. more people like that. A hundred yeah. thousands more people like that. Because anyway, so it's so crazy. And that's why I always say like, this guy, like I've never seen anything like that. Like he made a bet like that. The next day, I remember that was around uh, April, around April. And then he said like, if you guys can figure out things between now and August, come back in August. And then between now and August, we now formalize the business. I remember this guy invested without our entity. There was no actual there was no entity. entity. No, no, no. He wrote the check to my to my name. That's <laughs> <laughs> no entity. So wow. we set up the that entity. That cosign from the Dora must have been really <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, we set up the entity. <clears throat> then now we actually like, you know, try to now engage, like get actual traction, you know, like created a name, right? Like in the market, you know, stuff like that. Um and then we started approaching now officially like the brand because now you know for me because the good thing about being young and naive is that you just want to go to the you store just, you, just, <laughs> you just do stuff exactly so I'm like what is, which is the biggest phone here Samsung right? just get to it I want to get to Samsung <laughs> <laughs> so then I, we spoke like um, this lady that I was telling you about so she was like okay I'm fine cool let's find Samsung somehow she happens to meet like the head of Samsung the CMO from Korea happened to be in Kenya Walking around the shop, that shop, that same shop. Are you serious? So he's then the chat, blah blah blah. Next thing you know, he has connected us to the top at, at, at Samsung. No, I forgot his name. It was a Chinese, a Korean name. And uh, yeah, then now basically we got into the room with the right people, and then they're like, "Fine, let's let's do this." And then they gave us paperwork, signed it, and we had a. A contract in front of us right, from, from Samsung. So we went back. You're, you're one lucky son of a guy. But you know, it's, not, it's also not luck, man. I mean, it's just, you're putting yourself out there, dude. Yeah. Like, with that, cause making your own luck. Because if you aren't yeah. doing this, luck don't happen. It doesn't, it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't find you, right? And like, remember, this, we, it was, it just found us because we were, we needed a place to sit, right? right? So we were sitting in this guy's shop. Right. So when, when they were doing their tours, they found us. Wow. And you can tell that these are the bosses walking around, like you can tell. So we just like, you know, just spoke to them, she, she got that in. And then at that point we... Was this between or after, is it before, this is after the 20k? It's after 20k. $20,000. Yeah, it's after the 20k. And before the next meeting with the guy? Before the next session. Ah, what a beautiful story. To so that was between April and August. So the next time when we went in August, he added another 20. Wow. Right? Now, okay. And then now, actually added 30. I just remember, because actually he added now 30. And it's like, now let's make let's this. Let's get to it. <laughs> so, you know, it's interesting that you even yeah. mentioned this, uh, the fact that this guy's an entrepreneur, right? Because in, in, in our world, I mean, we, we're a non-profit uh, mm. and we're funded uh, philanthropically and, and, and grant capital. Our most active uh, support base is entrepreneurs. Like even just last week, we got, mm. um, we got a, a donation from the CEO of YC. Yeah. Pure email, one phone call, we, we stayed in touch, um, and that's what this is. I mean, this Silicon Valley is about that. It's about people betting on people. Yeah. And um, and I knew so we are going after that market in terms of people who've actually built companies and exited, been through what you what you've gone through. They just have a different view of how 
what's possible and what's legit and what's not. They have a nose for this thing and they mm. have this empathy for hustlers, if you will, right? Yeah. And so yeah, so you know, last week we, you know, Michael uh, made a consideration box, which yeah. is which is I'm kind of relating back to this idea, mm-hmm. this this your experience with yeah. with this entrepreneur. And like you know, the craziest thing is that I, I feel I feel like that's what our our ecosystem needs a lot more of, like entrepreneurs helping entrepreneurs. Totally. You know, like it's that's what that's 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 what we need because right. I feel like um a lot of um entrepreneurs at at, at a certain certain point like they forget they just forget. What experience. experience? Like it just you just forget what happened, you know, and then. Oh, I struggle with that, man. Like yeah. I feel like, dude. Do you think you will forget? I don't think I'll forget. I, don't <laughs> I hope think, you don't. Yeah, I don't think I'll forget. I, I'm pretty sure I won't forget, right? Mm-hmm. But so maybe forget is the wrong word, or maybe they just don't want to relate. They don't want. They don't see the the, the opportunity to kind of because it's not because entrepreneurs may not give back per se, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. They may want to. Invest, invest, you know, something like that, right? right? But right. it's like, I but, he, but, but he wasn't giving back, he was investing, though. He wasn't giving he was his money to I, 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 absolutely. But think about it this way like, there's so many examples I can give right. as to why that was a shitty investment. That was like, yeah, you know, like there's so many things I can say, right? Like, that you, you could have done for instead, me. Right? like, instead of that, right? You're right, you're right. Mm-hmm. It is the opportunity cost, right? Exactly, yeah, that makes that. A shitty investment on the face of it. On the face of, at that time, especially. Right. right? Yeah. Because the options somebody has for 20K in Kenya, $20,000, mm. right? You know, uh, significant. Yeah. You can do something with that. Right. Right? And I, I mean, I don't know. So I feel like, I, I think it's a, it's a matter of forget. Because I've spoken to, you know, like, you know, moving on from that, I, we raised a lot of money from a lot of locals. Right? Okay. How much total um, have you raised local? Just total numbers. Um, Upwards of $5 million. Upwards. Holy cow. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah, upwards. I won't give the exact number, but yeah. So it's upwards of five million dollars. Locally. I've not talked about international investors. So this is equity money or debt money? Both. Okay. Yeah. Debt yes. money is relatively easier, I would, I would imagine, because people understand debt process. Yeah. They understand it better, yeah. They understand it better. Yeah. Yeah. And so you structured your fundraising around debt. Is that what mixed you did? it was a mix of the two. Okay. Debt convertibles, equity. Mm. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, we structured like we have to also remember, like, as well, at that point, you, you structure things as as what 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 people want, yeah. So, like, you know, I, I, if someone wants a structure in, like, in this format, you don't really have much of a say, mm. right? Because mm. you need the money tomorrow, mm. so you want the format like this, that will be fine. Mm-hmm. As long as you know, like we need time can, yeah, to yeah, do X, Y, Z, and make the money back. But but your business lended itself to that type of. Structure. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's easier for our business because it's an easier, it's an easy story to tell in the sense of like, look, we give, we buy this phone at hundred thousand. This guy is gonna buy it, pay it back for twelve months. So after twelve months, we're going to give you back. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's, it's easy, easy. It's an easier it. instrument right. for our business. For your business to yeah. absorb, yeah? yeah, and to and to and to make work. Exactly. Okay. But it's very tough. But like, my but my point was like having a lot of conversations with a lot of wealthy local individuals mm-hmm. it's that you know like it's almost like it's like they, the, the, most people just not even see the need to do this right the money is so small right why are you asking me for a million shillings you know what i'm saying like like are you asking me as alone alone <laughs> are you asking to give you a million shillings like, like what is a million shillings right like you know i thought you would you know my, my, i invest 
50 million, I invest 70, 100 million, I'm building apartments. You know, like, wow. you know what I'm saying? So, like, it's, it's almost, uh, we're telling them something that they can't even relate to. Interesting. Okay? So, like, I remember one comment that this guy made, very well, wealthy lawyer in the country. Um, he goes, like, we're asking him for, I think he asked him for 2 million, something like that. 2 million. Shillings. Yeah, so like 20k. 20k, yeah. He's, then he looked at our revenues and he's like, ah, what? If this is the revenue for the whole company, but how much, how little money am I going to make off this, right? right. Like, it, it just it doesn't see it. Right. It doesn't see it. I think at the time, like, our revenues were, like, below $100,000, right? So for per some year. Per annum, yeah. Okay. So this guy was like, dude, $100,000 is the whole company revenue? How much am I going to make? Like, there's nothing, like, there's nothing here for me. It's too small. So he walked away from... And do it, yeah. So you can imagine that that's how... That's how like people would think, right? Like, what is this guy asking? It's like it's like yeah. when you're driving and you, someone a, a, a street kid comes, you'll give money out of pity, right? right? It's right. not like you know you'd be like, oh, well, today I feel bad, let me give. Right. Right? Most of the time, you just turn up the window, right? And just right. you're just going to sit there because it's like, yeah, I don't. This is I don't even want to discuss this. this. I don't want to deal with this. Right. Like that's kind of what I feel like. Yeah, so a lot of I feel like in in our ecosystem, there's a lot of begging. Interesting. So it's not a business conversation. It's a begging. Right. Especially in the beginning. Right. It is it's you're begging for cash. <laughs> that's what it is. Okay. So you're not you're not they're not they don't understand the opportunity really. I wouldn't say all of them. Right. That's that'd be unfair to say. Right. But I would say a lot of the people it's just you have to be the best beggar. <laughs> you have to be the best beggar. <laughs> so so let me ask you this, what age group are we talking about? Is this the wazers? what's if you look at who you yeah. who you've talked to, yeah. And then maybe a subset of that, who gave you money? Can you characterize the demographics? Demographics, uh, yeah, I mean, like, women are a lot easier to deal with. I'm, women are dope, yeah. yeah. Women are <laughs> a lot easier to deal with. Like, yeah, they are, they are, they're more, are they more empathetic? Why? Why? I, I, I think you were just about to say it. I think they're definitely a lot more empathetic. But that's why I said professional beggar, right? Because women are, uh, are softer mm-hmm. and they can see things in the future better, mm-hmm. more clearer than a lot of men can. Mm-hmm. Men are too focused on their own lives. Right. Interesting. So I found that a lot of guys would just want to invest in themselves, you know. Mm. So, but that's an interesting because uh, I always try and think about the psychographics of human beings mm. and what drives our decision making and so on and so forth. Male, female, age, all this other stuff. And this is interesting. You say that women can see the future better. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay. So men are short termist in a sense. Yeah, yeah, and remember, like a, a man is very focused on what is going on. His life, right? Okay. Like okay. what is happening here, here that I can hold and you know be be a part of myself because it's my life, right? Okay. So they want to invest in themselves. That's what I've noticed. Like okay. men want to invest in themselves. Okay. So so men are selfish, basically. They're basically selfish. That's what right? we're saying. Pretty much. Yeah. When I say it that way. <laughs> right. Uh, not all of them, of course. Right. But yes, then now you find like with with women, especially women who are financially savvy, mm. right? Mm. Or know that they should be financially mm. savvy. You know, they may not be, but they're very more, they're a lot, they're a lot more willing to listen, mm. you know, engage. Mm. Even if they say no, you've been engaged. Right. right? It's a conversation. Exactly. It's not, it's not, they're not making you feel like you're begging for cash. Right. right? It's like, they can engage you, maybe they don't, maybe they don't believe in the opportunity or they don't have the cash. Right. It's typically either or, right? Right. right? But for a man, it's like, I'm not doing it. No reason. Because <laughs> it's not me doing it's funny. it. <laughs> so hilarious. Man, you know what? This is yeah. this is interesting because one of my, my one of our thesis is, you know, we're building these 
what I'll call them, farangas or, or, or early stage startups. That's what we yeah. do, they're startup studio. So what happens when these things emerge out of the studio because the folks who are building product and getting attraction are basically college grads like you guys, mm -hmm. right? It's typical, like, I mean, you're, it, it, you're an archetype of what we are mm -hmm. targeting. Like you are from, you went to Babson, so maybe you had exposure and so on and so forth. A lot of our people may, may not have that mm -hmm. kind of level of, um, I don't know, that, that thing makes a difference, right? Yeah. And then it, it, it's very interesting because at the same time, I'm challenged by you guys, right? But your friend went to school here. Yeah, he okay. did. So he did have... He went to Strath he went to McKinney, Strathmore, Strath together, then he went to University of Nairobi. So there's this theory that exposure is a, is a game changer in terms of your mindset, in terms of what you think is possible, in terms of what you think is, you know, how a business should look like. Yeah. Because you've seen all those big businesses of your college friends, parents, mm. right? So you know scale, what scale looks like, right? Um, I'm challenged by this notion that, you know, I guess if, if, you are not, if, if you are not part of this business, do you think your friend would have approached it the same way? Or, you know what I mean? What did, what did the exposure do for you, if anything at all? Or did it not? Yeah. Uh, yes, no, I mean, I think, like, also a lot of things have changed. Right, since like you know, it's, it's crazy how much can change in three, four years. Yeah. Okay. But um, absolutely, it's definitely a lot that I think that it's a mindset. Huh? What 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 exposure changes is a mindset. Yeah. Like I I don't think you need to be. I don't think going abroad makes you more educated. No. I, I don't think it does that. But it, education, maybe broadly speaking, in terms of how the world operates and things like that, absolutely. Right. Uh, and but I think the most important thing is is the mindset. Right. Right. So for me, what what that type of exposure did for me is it created a mindset. I, I can do it mindset. Got it. Right. So it's like like it's a mindset that look, yeah, I have nothing now, but, just but give, me, give me give me ten some years. Time. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I'm coming. Exactly. Right. It's like that that mindset. Right. And that 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 is something that is lacking in our 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 environment locally. Yeah. Let's talk about this. Mm. So people don't believe they can do things. Big things. Big things. Yeah. So like, can I, you know, as I said, like, remember, like, as I said, when I was struggling to what university to go to. Right. Yeah. It's, it's your, your, because you're, you're told, you're told what you can do. Okay. You're told what you can't do? What you, what you can. What can you, do. Exactly. Okay. So you'll be told that you can be an engineer. You can be a banker and your goal is to rise to this level. Right. Don't even talk about CEO, uh -huh. right? Just this level. Middle management. Middle management, nice salary. You're going to have a car and you're going to live on the Right. Okay. And then do some side hustles, maybe something Exactly. Like you can open up a butchery. You can open okay. that. And yeah. you're told what you can do. Yeah. Right? right? And everything that you, you're, 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 you're not told that you can't do, then it means you can't do it. It's, it's, it's that simple. Pretty much. Right? So the world is defined for you. Exactly. You know, straight up front. Off the, uh, uh, off uh, at birth. Right. 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 And then... It's even worse when you go to like now the schools that us guys went to, right? Because it's again, it's just following that. It's even narrower. Engineer, exactly. doctor, lawyer, you know, those big names, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So that's what like I think that I caught. Like, I mean, you know, I was, I was, I've been very, you know, pushing the system, right? Mm -hmm. Even when I was younger. Mm -hmm. But I think it like, seems like it because you, you were trapped, you said, nah, man, I'm not going to do this. Yeah. This is not me. That's not me. And yeah. I wonder, like, that's gutsy. That takes cojones to actually be able to. What would you, how did you manage that process? What what is it about you that, or is it your family structure? What what is it that yeah. enabled you to feel like you could actually get away with it? Family structures help definitely, absolutely for me. But uh, like I I mean, and I think 
my family has always been very supportive okay. of whatever stupid decision I want to make. Yeah? Shout out to your family. Yeah. That's, that's, that's unusual also. It, it is, I must say. It is. Because, like, like, of course, they'll give me, they'll give me a lot of shit like, right, right. in the beginning. Right. But at the end of the day, they're just like, look, this guy is not selling drugs. He's not killing people. <laughs> like, you know, like, like, it's not like this. We need, they, they don't have anything to do. You know, they don't. So, so like, they'll just support it. Right. Okay? Um, they're not really able to support it financially. But they emotionally, can't, emotionally don't, don't put roadblocks exactly. for you. Exactly. You know, don't make you feel guilty yeah, and crazy. Exactly. They won't tell you, oh, have you talked to Uncle Nani? To, you know, they're not going to tell me ever, yeah. ever tell me any of that. Oh, right? yeah. Which is fantastic. That's amazing. Yeah, that is, that, that, that is super important. But for me, I think I was always just interested. That's mm-hmm. the key thing. Like, I was just interested in seeing what more, what more exists. Right? Mm-hmm. So I think the biggest difference is like, you know, when I saw, when I, when I, go, when I went to the States and I saw, like, especially in my school, when I see how people would move from the second they come up with a concept to the days that they start implementing it the next day, like maniacs, that that's that that, 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 really, that is crazy. That was crazy because you know in Kenya, you, you're, you're at the bar, you can talk with your boys about a concept. It never materialize. It dies because you you, you know you can't do it. So like you can talk about it. You can talk about it, but that's where it's going to end, right? Wow. So now you see, you go, you talk. Next thing you know, a guy. Now a guy has clients. You know, you're, what? you're like, what? what the hell? Man, like that's crazy. So I th- and I found that that and that's what like that's like sixty percent of the people I was with, right? Like you know, doers, doers. Right? Even like I remember when we started Beaver Delivery, it was a matter of I'm hungry now. There's no food. All I have is donuts in the from in the fridge from yesterday. They sell these things. The next day, we we'll built a Facebook page. You know, like there's small, small things like Let's that. Let's get to it. Let's get to these things. So I think that was the difference, right? So like I think like absolutely is the element of, of of that like that that mindset. But I think we can as locals here, what we can also do is just look for this information and look for look for like you know stuff like this podcast. Um, there's so many other pieces of information that can open up our mind mm-hmm. and readings and things mm-hmm. that can allow us to start thinking like that. Mm-hmm. You know. No, dude, I love what you're talking about because this is exactly what I preach to the team every day. And anybody, who, and most people who, we talk about this all the time. I mean, there's, a, there's, a, there's amazing people in the ecosystem like yourself, uh, you know, Kina King, you know, we have networks of people. You can start to see, you're starting to see that this thing is actually becoming, we're, we're developing a critical mass and there are people who are doing amazing things. Um, oh, wow. I mean, and, and, and this is this is really cool. So. Talk a little bit now about your bit. So we've, t- we've talked about, you know, you, you got your first 20K and then you, you, you met the guys at Samsung. Yeah. And then now you've got you, you, your next money and then it starts to roll. Exactly. So where are you guys right now in terms of what the business is yeah. and where it's going? Yeah, so where we are now, now we're at the point where, as I, as I mentioned, now we look at ourselves as essentially we're, closer because it's background. we're essentially enhancing retail. Um, and we consider ourselves now a payment option and we want to just we want to make sure we're able to finance everything from a phone to a home okay yeah and now we're at the point where you know we've definitely found product market fit we have an overwhelming number of customers now and it's now about actually just building like the back engines you know of, of our business right to scale it up to the next level and, and what's so what what so how do you measure your business is it uh, loan per client mm-hmm. revenue. Give us a sense of yeah. your scope. I, I stay away from using the word loan um, okay. because we don't we don't give loans. We give payment plans. 
give yeah. payment plans. Yeah. Okay, cool. Awesome. So uh, how we how we measure it is how many customers we're serving. Uh, uh, um, how many existing customers we have. Okay, your book of business. Yes, yeah, exactly. We have about two hundred thousand customers. You have two hundred thousand yes, customers. About two hundred thousand customers. What's the average? How do you call it? What's it? Average contract value. I yeah, guess. yeah, like. The, the, I mean, range is very, it's very because we also do high end furniture as well. Okay. But for different subsets, different. So maybe you could say it's about four hundred dollars. Four hundred dollars. Yeah. Okay. So, so we can do the multiple of that. And you see. can do the math of that, right? But right. it's about that, give or take, right? This is a this is a healthy business. Yeah. So you have two hundred. Did you say two hundred thousand? Two hundred thousand. And what's the geographical layout of those? And people? then we have all over Kenya now. Mm. Thank God. And uh, why do you say that? Uh, it's tough, man. It's tough dealing, even inside Kenya, moving around Kenya is not easy. Okay. Yeah, but we're now all over Kenya, so we can supply all over Kenya. Mm. Uh, and you see, I'm going to use the word supply. Okay. Because right? that's where, where I feel like we're in, we're, we're in retail. We're enabling a sale. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we're in Rwanda now mm. as well, where we should be looking at new markets. How is it, is it how, getting into Rwanda is not easy. It's not easy. Mm. What was that experience like? Rwanda, it's so small, very small. But the people are willing, and the government is very willing to. Help, okay. Right? Okay. So, so they're open. They're open. Okay. So it's not hard. Then. It's, it's it's a no no. Entering legally is not hard. If you want to do it the right way, yeah. entering legally is not hard. Yeah. You get your stuff done very quickly. Okay. But it's it's Kenyans are Kenyan uh, culture is significantly different from what these totally. culture, right? In what senses? Maybe if you were were a lot more aggressive. We understand things faster. Right. Interesting. So we understand things well. You know, I don't want to use say the word that was smarter, but you know, it's it's you different. You want to say that word? <laughs> it's different. He it's, just said the word. <laughs> but yeah, it's definitely different, man. Yeah. So like, and then you know, we're not they're not as tech savvy as we are. Yeah. You know, things like that. So it's almost like molasses space, like there's glue in there. You know, and you need to kind of like you know. So we're, we're still chewing at it, right? You know, so, we're so to... I'm half Rwandese, so, ah. <laughs> but I'm Kenyan. I was born and raised in this, but I, I, I've got that I've got background there. But yeah. uh, so I, I can kind of maybe even talk about this a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> I'm from you know. Anyway, so difficult culturally speaking. Yes. To move. Culturally speaking, correct. Correct. Okay. Anybody's a much smaller market. So why do you pick Rwanda? Why, why, why Rwanda? We picked it, it precisely because it's small, so we can okay. try, test it, and fail very quickly yeah, if we need to, okay. and fix what we need to. Because we're not going to, we don't want to make mistakes on a big scale, okay. right? So like, we looked at the markets and we said like, we learn a lot by just learning doing it in this market. Right. right? We have all the partners there that are relevant um, to help us push our products. So we felt like let's start small, mm. you know. It will never be anywhere near. Even the revenue will generate will nothing near what we're generating in Nairobi alone. Yeah, but interesting. But you know, it's it's a good testing one for us. Yeah, it's a lab. Yeah? It's like a lab exactly. for expansion internationally. Exactly. So it's a te- and, it, and it's also a good story to tell. Mm-hmm. So it helps with our story. Mm-hmm. Um, it helps with our learnings. It helps our team get exposure to international to international markets. Mm-hmm. Right? So mm-hmm. like then after that, now our next step is to scale into different markets, which we're definitely. What is the next market you're bringing into? Well, we, 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 our, our mission here is our goal is to cover East Africa by the end of next year. Okay. Yeah, Tanzania, so Uganda. Uh, maybe Burundi, depending on how things go. Okay. Um, and then we also have ambitions for Zambia. Okay. After that. Okay. So. Right. And then, so this is more about your retail play, retail partner play? Correct, correct, correct. And also, I mean, but they, they remember that they come together. So we have two customers. Mm. We have... Uh, one of our customers is the consumer, the guy who actually makes the purchase, right. and then the retailer. 
Okay. Yeah. So it's 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 uh, it's a mix of the two. So they're, they're so not a mix. They're both integral. Right. And yeah. then on top of that, you said even mortgage, right? So you lay on top of that. Other, keep going. Yeah. Keep right. going. So you have horizontal play with your core, mm-hmm. which is your retail kind of. Yes. I guess it's doing that. Yeah. yeah. And then you build up. Build yeah. So this is a long-term... Long-term game. It's okay. a very long-term game. Okay, where, where, where do you see this becoming? What, what do you think this is becoming? We're building what a, is this? a Pan-African business, and Pan-African doesn't mean that it's not international, out of Africa. Mm. Okay? Mm. So I say that very specifically, because as, as Africans, you know, we we'll probably look at building... We first think in our country, mm-hmm. uh, so many Kenyans don't even want to move outside Kenya to build business. Mm-hmm. They just want to build it here. So I think, like, first, Pan-African. Mm-hmm. And if there is an opportunity, there's no reason why we cannot build a global business, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. there's no reason why that nothing should stop us from 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 generating revenue in Philippines, Malaysia, right, um, Switzerland, mm-hmm. right? if the opportunities present themselves. Mm-hmm. So that's our mission. But our first goal, so in terms of if we break that down, it's regional first, mm-hmm. uh, Pan African second, mm-hmm. and then global third. Awesome, yeah. I love it. All right, so as we as we round up here, man, just kind of like. Uh, some things, some takeaways that uh, folks listening to this can 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 absorb. What are what are some of uh, your biggest risks? Um, just as an entrepreneur, I'm, I'm talking this at the highest level. Everything from you know uh, things that you can predict, you know things like maybe business partner issues that can come up. What what are some of the risks that entrepreneurs that you think you face as an yeah. entrepreneur? I think everybody's risks are different, of course. Like, for me, it's the biggest risk for me is the risk of, you know, it, it, it doesn't sound complicated, but the risk of disappointing people is okay. my biggest risk. That's your biggest fear? Fear, I okay. guess. Right. And it's also a risk, I guess. Right, 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 right. Right? Because, you see, you know, you, you, that's one of the biggest And how do you categorize people? Because there's different stakeholders. So, here. you know, it's, it's everybody now. In the, it's all the stakeholders. It's our investors. It's our partners. It's our employees. It's, it, I'm also a stakeholder. Right. Right? So, like... You know, that's one of the you know that that's a very mental, like emotional, like risk that that that, that could you know on me as the, as the leader. Right? So you feel this is this is very interesting right now, right? Because you've moved from survival mm-hmm. or lifestyle to what you would call it, maybe even uh, impact or something else beyond yourself. This transcends you now. Absolutely, it's not. It's not about a matter of you know, like the you know, we have lives. We have we have we have lives that we sustain. Of course, you know, yeah. like yeah. you know, there's a yeah. lot of things that are on the table. Now. Yeah. It's not just about we can't just I can't wake up tomorrow and say I'm tired. I'm done, man. I can't say that. Like you know, there's a lot of things there. So it's, it's that's one of my big. So the biggest risk is that what what would that do to me, right? As a as a, as, a, as the leader of this of this organization, you know, this organization, what we're building. That's one, like no, and I think that is typically not said, right? But it's a, it's a huge one, right? right it's right. it's huge. Like if 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 something if, if if something happens, how many lives are affected? It's only at the top, right? Yes, <laughs> many lives are going to be affected. So that's one. And other than that, the other the, another another big risk that I think a lot of you know companies in my position may face is is you know not not growing fast enough, right? I know that's very controversial. I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, it may be controversial depending on who you're talking to, Fair. but a startup equals growth. Yeah. Right? That dude, Paul Graham, wrote about that, and it's mm-hmm. speed and ex- of execution. So why do you think it's controversial? It's controversial because a lot of people say that there's a risk in growing too fast, which there is. 
right? Hmm. But people say that you should, and I've had this from especially a lot of, as well as a lot of local entrepreneurs here. You know, it's it's um we it's well you know just you know just go slowly, pole pole stuff like that. Like there's no need of pushing so hard. I think that's a big risk that you face. Not pushing. Not hard. pushing too hard, right? Like not not really like you know the the word in the valley is the blitzkill, right? Exactly. Like. You're not doing that. I think that's a big risk, yeah. And I think that we're not doing it enough. Yeah. Mm. So we're we're not there yet. Like, mm. You know, we need like maybe maybe in two years. I, I hope I'll have a different statement right. comment on that. Right. But I think like that's the biggest risk. It's okay. a it's a massive risk right? of not moving fast enough. Right. And because all the work you'll end you'll have done for all that time you're moving slowly will be wiped away in three months. That's true. Yeah. What you can have moved slowly for four years is. Building slowly, and all of a sudden, competitor finishes you. In change months. of conditions, yeah. and it's exactly. Like change yeah. of government finished. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. there's so many things that could happen if you just move too slowly. Right, yeah. but if you move fast, you actually cover more ground potentially. Mm. Right, like you have more. I mean, you get farther faster. Right. Plus, I think there's something about moving fast that you know you learn faster mm-hmm. and you get farther ahead. Right, you then get, your competition. Absolutely, you get right. you get better at things faster. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's dope. Um, lessons learned or any tips that you'd give to folks who are thinking about getting into the entrepreneurship game or who are in it already. Mm. You know, what are the things that you think you tell a local founder? Right. What yeah. what coaching tips would you tell them? That mindset thing, maybe. How should they? You know, what are some of the things? Anything yeah. you, know, you think? I, I, especially like I'll direct it mainly at local founders. Like I think. It's a very big difference between our local founders and international founders. Totally, I don't think we go through the same things. Right. Um, for a local founder, I, I mean, I think the, what my, my my quick one would just be, um, I think we need to focus on, on not what is going wrong, but on what we can do to make the next step better. Right. Okay. So what I mean by that is that you know when we when we start up when, when we all start our businesses, so many so many things that are going. Wrong or not even going, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know they're not even going. But like I, the way I look at it, it's like I, I would always advise people to look at if there's five things that we need to do, and even if the fifth one depends on number one, we can make some progress on number four and five mm. as we struggle with number one. Right. right? There's something that we, that can be done, and I think that's what I would encourage people. So it's a glass half full. What what is that? What how do you define that thinking? Is it a worrisome? What is the thing? It, it, it's inevitable to be worried, right? right? And and it's also Naive to think that we can convince ourselves to be positive. Right. Right? Yeah, that's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. Like, we're, we're the leaders of the organization. Right. All the stresses on us, whether you like them, right? right? That's right. Uh, you know, and we all go through our things like that. But I'm saying, if we are saying like step one is super difficult, but step two, three, and four and five, and you're not going to do any step two, three, four, and five until, until you're done with number one, right. then you're going to fail. Got it. Right. So I'm saying, like, let's let's look at the rest. Let's see what can be done there. Just do something. Just do something. Keep moving forward. Keep moving. Exactly. That's the that's the word. Right. Let's let's keep moving forward. Okay. Like, don't stop here and say like, too hard. Deer in the headlights. You know. Exactly. You know. Like, let's yeah. keep going. Right. Let's 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 work on the other things. And like, you know, this thing for realize as locals, the first thing we always do is look for cash. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. you know, we start looking for money, uh-huh. then we get. Um, we get what rejected, we get rejected. You get disappointed. Oh, it's not working. Oh, white guys are getting cash. I'm not getting cash. Yeah. Like that nonsense. We just need to kill it. Kill it. Like, <laughs> we just need to kill. Like there's so many things that we can do. Like and not all business. Like 
not all businesses are driven by cash. You know, like right. some people's business, your business can be driven by just poor share share goods. Right. Yeah. But you know, there's, it's, it's, you're right, but two things can be true at the same time. And one of the things Silicon Valley is dealing with right now is this diversity and inclusion thing. Like you've heard it on the muscles of scale, we yeah. talk about it a lot, right? Yeah. And structurally speaking, it's a fact that it's easier for them to raise money, expert founders, right? right? And there's a study that's been done all over the place and saying these guys can, it's easier for them to get grant funding twice as easy. I mean, it's just a fact. But at the end of the day, what are we going to do? That's the question, right? We can talk, but we got to be moving. But it doesn't mean that, because when you don't talk about stuff, you know, people stop being even careful or even stop being like uh, paying attention or stop being trying to change, right? So you got to talk and highlight it, but that is not where it should stop. Because at the end of the day, um, you know, you got to shine a light where there's some stuff not not working because people continue doing the same thing. But I I completely agree with you. You've Mm -hmm. got to stay on the execution. Yep. And you gotta stay on on, on, on this problem solving side. At yeah. The end of the day. And I think just like to disclose on that because like I think it, it is very controversial. Like the whole, um, or, or, you know, expert founders, whatever, AI generating more um, capital, capital and mm-hmm. stuff, and the numbers that you just said. Yeah. However, as I as I said, like those are facts. Of, sorry, as you've said, those are facts. That's a reality. That's a reality. So are we going to sit here and cry? No. Like, are we, what, what are we? Gonna what are we gonna do? do? Exactly. So like, you know, we can't. We can. We can bring it to people's attention, and and, and and I think it should be brought to people's attention, 100%. Um, but at the same time, you can't just sit, sit on your ass and say, <laughs> and like, complain. I'm, you know, I'm, not, I'm not doing this, blah, 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 right? Because like, there are some people who, like, you know, I'm sure there's some hedge fund in the US that's investing in China and they can't speak the same language, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And the same thing here. So I know like a lot of the challenges is that we face is, as locals is that the money is not our money. So you can't. You're telling the story to a foreigner, right, yeah? right? So you don't know how to tell that story. You right. don't know. You don't know how to do that. So fine, learn how to tell that story. Yeah, yeah. You know, get good. Get good at it. Right? Get done. Exactly. And like, I've learned a lot. Uh, so you raised. You actually raised. I remember last time we spoke. You raised money in, the, in Silicon Valley, right? Uh, in, in from the states. I wouldn't right. say from the valley. Okay, yeah. so from the states. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And you actually went out there, told the story, and and got commitment. Yeah, and got what got in the money. And you know we'll, we'll announce things very soon, but like we're putting the money, right. uh, but it's been painstaking. Right. But it's, and, but looking at it in hindsight now, you know the reason that it was hard is because I had a different mindset, and this is me who went to school in the states. Wait a minute, it was hard because you had a different mindset. What do you mean? I was, uh, the the way these guys wanted things packaged was not the way I packaged it. Uh, okay. 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 So like, there's some lessons to be learned. There's a lot of lessons to be learned. Okay. Right? And like after. After was, you know, like after the whole process is done, like I'll be glad to sit down with with the investor, like the, our investors who who have seen me grow through that journey, right? It's like, look, you know, and we have to just keep on, you know, like, look, you didn't like this. What about if we did it this way? What about that? Or you know, you didn't like that. You know, there's so many things. But when I look at it, you know, I I would say like there was uh, there was just so much things I should I could have done better to have finished it faster, you know. Now, that's on the other side of me saying, let's move forward. But parallel to that, it's like, yes, there is a problem. Yeah, There is a problem in the ecosystem like that. And that's mainly because our, it's not our money. Right? It's not even the investor's money. They say that, 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 that you know, uh, uh, without regard anyway. But on the same side, they're not asking you to, to, to you know, 
to build a borehole. They're not asking you to, you know, they're not asking you to run in the sky. They don't walk on water. They don't ask me that, right? But communicate they, effectively. Exactly. Bring a value proposition that makes sense. So that makes sense. Let's Put together a, 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 something I can get excited yeah. about, or I can believe in, exactly. or at least you know, meet me halfway, right? right? So let's work on that. Let's work on that. Right. Yeah? Right. Uh, as 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 local farmers, and let's not go into conversation saying that I'm not going to get the money because yeah, yeah. my name is not Smith. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's I think that's I think we should also we have to remember that if we if we keep pushing that rhetoric, we're the ones who suffer. We're the ones we're the ones who suffer. Yeah. We're the ones who suffer. Hey listen man, we I can't wait to have you for part two, right? Maybe a year from now or whatever. Yeah. Um but you have so much I, I think I think you basically are emblematic of the possibilities that are here. Somebody like because Jesus Christ, you started your business right out of college, ostensibly, right? Yeah. And you have, look what you have accomplished. You've raised money locally, 5M dollars, which is how much? 500 million in yeah. shillings? Yeah. And then you've raised money internationally, north of way more than that, right? Mm-hmm. And, dude, you're not even 30 yet, right? Yeah. Uh, by the way, don't get on the 30 under 30 bandwagon thing, because that's how people lose their shit <laughs> let me tell you the truth let me, t- yeah, let me just put it out here every single person you see who gets on those things yeah they go by all of a sudden man they're celebrities yeah and they forget wait a minute man there is work to be done <laughs> this, is, this is earth yeah. and that's just a magazine bro. <laughs> no i hear you, you I know hear me? so I don't, hear don't, you. don't get don't get lost over there please yeah, yeah i think no, you're, I you're precious it's a big risk the limelight is a son of a gun yeah you know yeah. um but anyway, any any final parting shots you wanna you wanna say? Okay, let me ask you this: mm-hmm. Where do you think we're going? Vision twenty thirty. What do you see? Number one, your company, but also most importantly, our ecosystem. What's possible? Yeah, I think our ecosystem. Is, I'll speak about the ecosystem uh, because I think our ecosystem is growing, and in twenty thirty, we will have a lot more people who have been through the entire cycle. Mm-hmm. Okay, right. and that's what a lot of us are missing. Is like you know what what not we don't have very many people. Um, that have been through the entire cycle, right, yeah. Right. You know, like now we can count them on our fingers, right? right? You know, like this Ken, who's like one of my mentors as right, well. Right. But like, you know, there are very few we can count. You know, like one, two, three, four. Okay, and they're doing their part to push the ecosystem. Right. But there needs to be a hundred more people like that, yeah. right? Yeah. So I think in twenty thirteen, there's going to be a lot more people. Our our environment is going to be a lot more welcoming. To, to founders, right. right, who are willing to start something that makes sense. Because there'll be examples of examples. examples. There'll be stories that have been told. I think it's only a matter of time before we start having our own local funds, right, like coming on board, not run by a local. I mean, the, the capital is local. Mm. Right? The capital is local. The capital is local. That's going to happen. Yeah, for sure. I think that's going to happen. Soon, right. And right? that's one of our goals. Right? Exactly. And, that, and we need to do that because then now, once you, once you have so many locals backing you, Right, things Yo. things change. Yeah. Right, things change a lot. Yeah. So I think that's where that's where we're going. Right. Um, right. in in in, uh, in twenty thirty. Mm. Um, yeah, I think that's where our ecosystem. You think we'll be able to have, and I hate to use this word, but it's kind of been defined. You think we'll be able to have a unicorn by twenty thirty from from this ecosystem? By twenty thirty, a hundred percent from the East African Kenyan yeah. ecosystem. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I even think twenty thirty might be four. Okay. Right. I think. You're gunning for that. I think. I think. I think we're, <laughs> Let's do we're, it. we're in the race. You know. I think we're gonna be there. Uh, I don't want to preempt anything, but like, I think. I think there's gonna be a couple. I think yeah. it's not going to be one. Yeah. Like two, three, four. Like I think there are people building interesting things. Interesting, crazy businesses. Sure, like, and then we, as and and, and a bit dollars is not that much. No, like, we'll get that. Like, yeah. Yeah. We'll At get least from evaluations. From evaluations. 
You get there. You get there. Yeah. there. Because at the end of the day, it's yeah. Anyway, look, this is so dope. Um, and uh, thank you so much for taking the time to come through. Thank you for having me. This yeah. is fantastic talking. We'll definitely have you back next time. Yeah. Awesome, dude. Cheers. Cheers.